Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Resting Place, South Tampa campus. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear, and we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org. Ministry is a family together, working together, honoring one another, believing in one another, encouraging one another, empowering one another. I do what I do because I have amazing leaders that lead me um, to, to be the best that I can be, which is what God called me to be. And the same way, in retrospect, we replicate ourselves on others. And as I prayed, I've been praying for leaders. I've been praying. We're not a place of manipulation and uh, forcing people to do things, but we're a place of like honor. And we give time for people to grow and for people to step into their identity. And sometimes that means you go a long time doing things on your own, you know? And But when I look back today, I, at one point I came this way and I looked back and I'm like, wow, we're gathering the people for you. Like the people are coming to worship you, to magnify you. There's nothing about me that has anything to do with this. You're not here for me. You're not here for Abraham or no. We're here for the Lord. He's put me as a leader, but to lead to him, to point towards him. So you can also know and discover your potential and who you are in him. Amen. I didn't, I mean, wow. We were really lost in worship. Like, you know, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, wait, where did time go? But I want to share something quickly because God put it in my heart. So I'm going to make sure that I'm super brief and super intentional with this because the Lord spoke to me last night. And I had a really beautiful experience. And I woke up around four in the morning feeling the presence of God. And um, I saw the clouds, the sky, like the clouds just started revolving like a funnel. And, um, and, I, and I took off. Like I was being like almost like a tornado, right? But it was beautiful. It wasn't destructive. It was super beautiful. And I saw myself like being pulled up. And my tears were just flowing back. And I could hear the Lord speaking. And his voice was so sweet. So sweet. I'm like, Lord, I want to I wanna read these scriptures in your tone. And I don't even know if I could do that. Because it was such a sweetness. And all I could do was cry. But I was hearing the word of God, and he was it was like a like a like in the eye of a storm flying through the middle of it, but at the end of it there was light. And he was there, like his face was there, but very because the light was so bright you can't see the full details. And there was a piano playing, and then there was a um the sound of many waters. It was like oceans. And and I remember crying because I was like, wow, it's the voice like many waters. It's the voice like many waters. But he was speaking his word. And I always preach it how sweet his word is. But it was so sweet, so tender. And um, he was speaking to me about the, the he spoke a lot of verses. I knew there were Bible verses because I know my Bible. But all I could hear was his word, like his voice, his tone his gentleness is kind of like like it's hard to even believe that god could be this good like we still think like oh he's he's about to unleash his wrath on us and he's like no 
And even there was a point he spoke about the wicked. And he was like, the wicked will perish. But but the the thing he said, the humble will inherit the earth or the, the meek. He said the meek. But the way he said it, he was like speaking like this. He was like this whisper, but it was loud, but so gentle. He was like, the wicked will perish, but the meek, they will inherit the earth. The earth is yours. We are the meek. We need to realize that when we read scriptures, we're not the enemies. We're the children. We're the kingdom. We are the ones that overcome. And that was the title, to the one who overcomes. And you must, you must ask yourself, but who is this that overcomes? And in John, 1 John 5, 5, it says, Who is the one who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. This is what makes you an overcomer. It's not, oh, I'm so strong, so mighty. No, it's your faith in God that makes you an overcomer. He says, Romans 8, 37, but in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. See, you are an overcomer because of him. It's because of him. And when you accept that I'm going through these struggles, I'm going through these trials, I'm doing this, I'm trying, I'm trying. He's like, it's because of me. It's because of me. You are from God, little children. You're his little children. And you are from God, little children, and have overcome. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And they overcame because of the blood of the Lamb. And because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. Even then, it's not, it doesn't say those that are killed. It's just death. And every, every moment, people are entering eternity. And they're scared. I've seen people pass away. And at that moment, it's like, wow, life is over. And it's so scary. But you know that we overcome because of his blood. It's because of his blood and the testimony. It's him. It's his love. He loves us. So even when we step in that moment, I know it's going to be like jumping off an airplane. It's going to be like, all these people I met and now it's time to go. And we have to live like this because we don't know when our moment is coming. We saw what happened in Texas. Did those teachers know that that was going to be their last day? Those kids were getting awards. And an hour later, they were gone. And the Lord said, look at it again. Their family was there as they were receiving their awards. And it made me cry. I was like, wow. But if we see it from broken perspective, it's crazy. But we need to go into the heavenly place and we need to look even at the chaos. We need to look at the pain through God's eyes. What is happening from this side into that side? I know in our side it hurts. But what does it look like in the eternal realm? You know? And at that point it's beautiful. They overcame. 
because of the Lamb of God, because of the blood of the Lamb, because the word of their testimony. That's us. There is us. It's talking about us. We're already on there. You think, well, that's not me. No, it's you. Boy, if, if you go, it's not me. I don't believe it. Oh, okay. You don't believe it. Your faith has defined who you are. The Bible says, let it be done to you according to your faith. God's given every single one of us a gift. And it's faith. And we either choose to believe or we choose not to believe. But who misses out? You miss out. It's like a burning building that's on fire. And the person's on the top window, help me. And a fireman goes with an escalator all the way up. The fireman did not condemn that building to burn. That building is already condemned. And anybody that's in there is condemned to die. Because it's collapsing. It's burning. Right? But when the fireman comes there, he stretches his hand out. And he says, hold my hand. I want to save you. And you're there on that ledge. He's not cursing you. He's not saying, you better believe me or I'll send you to burn. No. He's saying, you're already going to burn. This is about to collapse. I'm extending my hand. Will you believe? Will you grab my hand? The moment you grab your hand, you're saved. But if you choose not to believe and the building collapses and you burn and you die, it's not the fireman's fault. It's your fault because you didn't believe. So all we have to do is believe. It's not what you do. It's not how much you strive or how much you try. It's the simple fact of I believe. You know, time is coming. And I see it. I keep watching. I'm going, oh God. It really is happening. Everything that's written is happening. And we can't turn a blind eye and act like the world is not in chaos. We cannot act like there's not darkness out there. There's people who are hurt. But I'm, you know, I'm really sad for that guy too that did the shooting because he didn't know that he was loved. Because he believed the lie so bad. He believed he was hated so much that he chose to end other people's lives, to end little kids' lives. But it breaks my heart that he entered eternity in rage. He entered eternity in hate because if you murder, you hate. And I will not stand here to make anybody happy and say that murder is okay. There's things that are wrong. And I'm not condemning anyone to hell. I hope there was some type of crazy hope and mercy. You know why? Because God doesn't want nobody to perish. But their word does say. And at that moment, it's like the last breath. You go down just for whatever reason. You believe the lie. There's people that commit suicide not because they're believing the truth. Nobody commits suicide because they know that they're loved. People commit suicide because they believe that they're hated. They believe that they're worthless. But God says the opposite. God says you're worthy. People end their lives because they believe that they're ugly. People end their lives because they're bullied, because they're beaten, and they can't see their worth. 
people don't kill themselves because they know they're precious. Hey, I'm so precious. When you know your worth, you want to live. When you know what God is really doing in your heart, you want to help. You don't want to destroy. You want to restore. You want to, when you know your worth, you want to be a teacher to educate the next generation. You're not trying to wipe down the next generation. People do abortions because they believe that they're not good parents, that they're not fit. Nobody murders a child because they think they're fit for it. And I'm not for it or against it. That's not what I'm doing. I'm speaking spiritual truth. We need to know who we are. When we know who we are, we can impact this hurting world. We need the church to take its place. Because people are ending their lives. People are killing other people. People are dying from overdose. People are sleeping around because they want somebody to love them and they can't find nobody to love them and they themselves don't love themselves. If you don't love yourself, nobody else could ever love you. Because when you learn to love yourself, you say enough is enough. I will walk alone before I walk broken. I will walk alone, but I refuse to be accompanied by people that shred me to pieces. I did it. I went years alone, and I used to cry to God. And I was in home crying. I wanted to go to church, but I was so broken. And then the Lord came, and he began a healing. But now I'm only this far because I have people like you that love me that encouraged me to continue. I have leaders like Caleb and the executive team that encourage me when I'm weak, I want to run away. They're like, you're strong. You could do it. You're going to make it. And I'm keep taking those steps. But the fact of the matter is the world needs us. The world needs you. And you, you're debating should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do nothing? Do it. Because time is coming at us. Eternity is coming. Time is leaving. We're all in this conveyor belt. I'm talking to you now. And I could leave and get in a car accident and be gone. And I'm not speaking in fear. Do you want to enter eternity and not fulfilled? And not touch hearts? I want to enter eternity and be like, God, I told them. I told them that you loved them. I shared the messages. That is my only desire. My desire is not to be famous or to be known. I don't give a crap about that. My desire is to see all of you make it. And know like, but I told you, tell you, <laughs> ready? Job. I want to see all humanity know that they're loved. Not ending each other's lives, but healing each other's lives. As if whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And it's not overcomes earth. The world is a system that we are born into. I'm not talking about, when I speak of the world, I'm not talking about people. I'm not talking about the church down the street. I'm not talking about Republicans or Democrats. I'm not talking about gays or straights, whites or black. That's not the world. I'm, the world there, I see it as a system that we're all born into. 
got to do this. You got to do that. Got to look like this. Got to look like that. Got to go here. Got to go there. Got to, 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 got to. And our lives become this. Got to, got to, got to, got to, got to, got to, got to look like this. Got to look like that. Got to eat this, not that. Got to look like this, not like that. Got to eat, got to dress like this and not like that. Got to sound like this and not like that. And it keeps going and going and it's a vicious cycle of the world. But we overcome all that. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. It's our faith. Who is the one who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. John 16, says, these things, and I'm going to leave it here because we did flow for a while. I could preach. I got more, but I'm going to continue this next week because next week is the one who overcomes. You're going to go into the letters of Revelation, and I'm telling you, it's going to be beautiful and encouraging. Honestly, it's not even that long, but I want to honor your time. I'm tempted to continue, but it says this, these things. I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. Take courage for I have overcome the world. You already overcame because he's with you. He's with you and he's for you. And if he's with you and he's for you, then who? Then what? can be against you it's your time tomorrow's not promised you know the world's going a little cray cray now i mean but the world's been going cray cray but how about we go glory cray cray how about we start shining our light in the midst of darkness because we don't know we don't know when a person's gonna step up with a gun and be like that's it and he, what if that happens to us? Can we forgive? Can we love? I know it sounds, Texas is not that far. Those are babies. The, 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 the trial, the tribulation those families are going through is not easy. And we don't know when we'll be faced with something like that. Some of those people were believers. Some of those kids were praying. But it still happened. But they knew. They died saving each other's lives. They died protecting one another. And God's calling the church to be like children. Even if we die unto the death, but that we won't hate each other. That we'll love one another. We'll say, we're going down, but we're going to go down in love. We're not going to go down in hate because we overcome because of him because he loved us first we overcome thank you for listening to this podcast from the resting place south tampa campus we hope you feel honored empowered and full of faith because of what you hear and we would love to see you at a gathering soon for more resources like this head to trpfamily.org